Welcome to the Build Your Dream Team podcast, a place where we share strategies and best practices for founders and entrepreneurs who are ready to level up their hiring game. If you need help finding and attracting great talent for your startup company, you're in the right place. My name's Annie and I'm with Goldstone Partners, Colorado's premier fractional talent advisory firm. We're passionate about helping growth stage companies build their teams. Traditional hiring methods simply do not work in the startup space. So join us right here every other week as we share techniques, ideas, and creative solutions to help you hire like a pro. Hello, welcome to the Build Your Dream Team podcast. I am going to start today's episode off with a question. Did you have any coursework during your MBA that pertained to interviewing, selecting, and hiring? And I'm not talking about the legal gates to navigate so you don't get in trouble, but rather how to screen, how to evaluate, and how to select the right person for the job based on their skills, their character, and their experience. So in our line of work, we haven't heard of any courses that incorporate these skills, and it really shows in the real world of hiring. Some of the most educated and experienced executives that we know do not know how to manage this process competently. There are scores of books and methods that you can adopt to help you and your company do a better job of hiring, but most of the time, interviewing is a necessary evil. It's the only thing that stands between you and getting someone in the door. It's not uncommon for executives to spend way more time preparing to have a developmental meeting with an underperformer than they do preparing to interview a potential star employee who will have a tremendous impact on their business. So today we're going to talk about some ideas for how to prepare and evaluate candidates. It's a primer, obviously, but perhaps it will help you evolve your talent selection competencies. So let's jump right in. Number one, select your team. Everyone you interview for a position in your company should be interviewed by a minimum of three people. So that includes you, someone at or above your level, and then someone at the candidate's level. A few more folks would be even better, maybe someone from another department or another functional area in your business. And then if you have the luxury of an internal HR person, include them here as well. Two, prepare in advance. Everyone on the interview team should be provided with the position description, the candidate's resume, and any additional supporting material. The expectation is set that all interviewers will make sure to review the material in advance and then be prepared to actively participate in the interview. After all, there's, this is their opportunity to weigh in on who they will be working with. All right, number three, spread the information gathering responsibilities. Make the interview an exchange of information by giving each member of the interview team an area to focus on. Examples include technical skills, cultural fit, critical thinking, problem solving, maybe working style, and integrity, just to name a few. And then have each member of the team retain notes for the discussion during your debrief. Remember that you are also developing your team skills while also seeking different points of view on your candidates. It's a win-win. Number four is to predetermine the evaluation criteria. So yes, the role description does have an entire volume of requirements that are your criteria, but being real about it, that particular individual often doesn't exist within the confines of your salary budget. So take the time to define the three most critical skills, those three things that are essential in order to do the job. Then build a profile 
of the character qualities and personalities that will work well in your team. Outline two to three questions about each of these desired skills and qualities, and then assign them to the members of your interviewing team. The responses to these questions will be discussed during that team debrief following each interview, and it's advised to use a template or evaluation form here because once you've interviewed numerous people for one position, the details, people's memories, they can get a little fuzzy. Number five is to blend objective and subjective feedback. Some of our clients absolutely believe in their personality and competency tests. While we don't think this is wrong, just a little bit of caution here. Don't make a hiring decision solely on the results of a non-human test. The evaluation can serve as input, but should not be the only determining factor. If you rely exclusively on preset evaluations, then you're essentially passing blame on any hiring failure to these tests and not holding yourself accountable for the decision. Six, check your work, which means doing a thorough job of checking references. Talk with a minimum of three people with direct experience working with your candidate. It's preferred to check references from two managers and one peer. If the candidate will be client-facing, then get at least one client reference as well. Develop a template for your reference calls to guide the discussion, and then ask typical questions, but also drill down on any specific areas that you identified during the interview process that you may want validated or invalidated. Keep your template to eight questions, which should result in about a 10-minute phone call. Number seven is to negotiate with grace. Just because you can get your hire for a lower salary doesn't mean that you should. It's a good idea to take into account your candidate's skills, their experience level, and any bonus characteristics into your decision. If you'll need to invest in training, then balance that with the hard salary costs. However, if the candidate already has that desired certification, then it might make sense to reward that with some additional base salary. The bottom line, if you lowball the salary for your new hire, then you're delivering the message that you won't mind if they jump ship for a market salary in the near future. And then finally, number eight, onboard them using the buddy system. You may not have a formal onboarding program, although this should be on your short list of things to do, but at the very least, use the buddy system, which means coupling your new hire with one of your rising stars. Let your employee know that the expectation is that this new hire will be as competent as they are. It's a great opportunity for your current employee to try out their leadership muscles. You'll need to guide and mentor him, of course, but let him do it. The result will surprise you both. All right, in closing, interviewing and hiring is one of the most important skills for you to develop as a manager. Think about how easy your job would be if you had a team of top performers. By spending time developing and defining your skill in this area, you set yourself and your team up for success, for better margins, more revenue, and happier customers. All right, that's all I have for you today. Thank you for listening. If you need additional help with hiring, visit us at our website or check out some additional episodes of this podcast. Until next time, happy hiring. Thanks for listening. For additional thoughts on startup leadership and hiring great talent, or to learn more about Goldstone Partners' unique approach to finding, attracting, and hiring the candidates your growing company needs, visit us today at goldstonepartners.com.